Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just sat there in the entire scrum of the you know national reporters, national, local reporters, answering all the questions on the first day of spring training, first full squad workout day. But now he's got to sit down with Ben and Woods, Ooh. and I'm talking about uh, the general manager, the uh, president of baseball yes. operations with the Padres. Right. A.J. Preller was both. He's got both titles. Uh, A.J., it's good to see you, and welcome back to spring training again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll get this figured out at some point. We'll make this He's happen. on. No, have we got him on? Yeah. yeah. Try again. Thanks, man. There he uh, is. He's just quiet. You hear it? You, hear it? you no. don't hear him? Uh-uh. There we go. All right. Yeah, we'll get right up, right close. There we go. Uh, thanks for yes! having me. Yeah! Good to see you guys. <laughs> now, we, now we are cooking here. How's everything? It's good. It's always, I mean, spring training is always a great time to, to be out here. So, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you get get the the start of the year exciting, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, maybe hoping for a little warmer weather here this week, but uh, but overall, it's been good. Not a uh, not a boring or dull off season as it rarely is with you uh, and your your crew here. Uh, obviously, great job bringing in some of the guys. We've met a couple of them, talked to them this morning. Um, I, I would imagine that. No general manager or, or owner or manager ever feels like they have too many players. We have too much depth. How do you feel finally about where you're, you're, the depth of the Padre is, uh, Padres are after this, this offseason? Yeah, I mean, I think we, we, you know, when we left last year in terms of, uh, you know, a team that got to the LCS, I think, you know, we, we liked a lot a lot about our team. So we didn't feel like we had a ton ton more to do, but I think kind of learning, again, like looking at looking at the team, I think adding adding some, some veteran bats, obviously adding another, you know, premium hitter in Xander Bogarts. Um, and then, you know, with with, uh, with some of the free agent pitchers that, that we lost, just kind of contributing to add to the rotation. That's an every-year thing, you know, in terms of, like, you can, you know, honestly, like, you know, having that starting pitching that could carry you deep in the year. But we felt like we uh, were able to bring back Nick Martinez and, and Robert Suarez, um, you know, add, add to the starting pitching depth, and then add, from, you know, either Matt Carpenter, Nelson Cruz, some veteran-type bats, and then and clearly Xander. Um, you know, those are those are some needs we, we looked at, and, and you know, felt like we we have a team we're excited about the year. That late addition of Michael Waka last week um, is that because of the the six man rotation possibility that you wanted to have that extra guy? Is that more of a like injury? You know, you know they're going to happen at some point, and you wanted someone with more experience. What was kind of the thinking behind bringing in Michael Waka? I just think really like, you know, Michael, he's a guy the last few years we, we've talked about. Um, and he's a guy that, you know, we talked to the Matt Carpenter, Alan Craig, who works for us in the front office, or, or Xander or Mike Schilt. Um, those guys have history with him. And I think just talked about his makeup, his competitiveness, uh, the way he prepares. You know, he last year in Boston, he was, you know, again, 11-2 and two with a, you know, with the 3-3 ERA. Um, he's pitched in the postseason with the Cardinals. Um, so I think from our standpoint, again, just like having having a proven starter that we feel like can get us, you know, can, can get us into games in a good spot with, you know, with, with our offense and our pen. Um, and, you know, I think also we, we like a lot of the starters that uh, that were in AAA last year or kind of on, on you, know, you know, trying to compete for a spot. But I think it just gives us a little bit more depth. We saw at the beginning of last year when we added Manaya at the end of uh, spring training and then Mackenzie Gore kind of stepped up for us at the beginning part of the year. I think that was one of the kind of the, like the, the, the untold stories of last year at the beginning 
beginning part of the season what that rotation was able to, to do to get get us into the season and I think with with Waka where we were hoping to have a similar setup uh, early in the year where our starters are able to, to pace themselves and put us in a good spot to win some games talking to uh, Padres general manager president um, AJ Preller uh, ben and Woods this morning, and, and let's talk about Manny. We've been talking about him all morning. We've talked about Manny a lot because Manny's a really great player. And, uh, you know, the it didn't come as any surprise, I don't think, to anyone that, that's followed along that Manny would, you know, say, I'm going to choose to exercise my opt-out. How do, you, how do you take that when you hear that publicly? Is that something that you were expecting as well? Yeah, I mean Manny, like you know, again, he's got the right in his in his contract. We understood that, you know, when uh, when, when we did the deal with him, and that was important to, to to him and his side at the time was having that uh, that flexibility. And you know, he's played incredibly well here. Um, I think it was about four years ago, right right at this time that we signed Manny, which was a, a huge thing for our franchise. And Manny's he's he's always a, a huge priority for myself for the organization. Um, but again, like you know, he's he, like you know, have a great relationship with Manny, and, and ultimately, it's you know, it's his right to, to kind of talk about, hey, this is this is you know, from a business standpoint, these are this is you know, where my market is, and you know, this is what uh, you know, what, what what he's thinking about, and I think from our standpoint, we're just we're just looking for him to be here a long time, and you know, and, and ultimately, you know, when he when he said what he said the last couple of days about the opt-out possibility, it's not really a surprise, you know, I think we we've been preparing for it, um, and him and and his age, they've been very straightforward with everything. And you know, again, like we'll uh, we're, we're hoping to have him here for a long time. We'll see how things play out. You know, as it relates to Manny, but other players, you've negotiated extensions with Joe Musgrove, you Darvish, but they were all approaching free agency. It's a little different when it's an opt out because Manny. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. If he wants to, he could he could not opt out. He could stay for another five years. So he's got that security already, and you don't have that necessarily carrot like. Okay, well, let's get a deal done now. Then you don't have to worry about it. Manny can he can do what he wants at this point because of that opt-out. Does that change the equation for you? Yeah, it's it's probably one of the things that, that you know not not getting into too many details over over you know any of the conversations, but it is it's 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 a little bit different situation. You know how you evaluate that because it's not you know that there is there is the you know he has six years and 180 million dollars left in the contract, and you know ultimately that's been part of our conversation is how do we evaluate it? How do we evaluate adding years to that? Um, to the current deal and you know again like I think just been like you know like, you know, in, in our conversations it's been straightforward this is kind of what we're thinking and this is what Manny's side's thinking but again it, it is each each one of these situations a little bit different and, and having the opt-out you know is, is part of the equation here. I mean there's you look around talking to AJ Preller on Bennett Woods you look around the superstar after superstar and you forget I mean if Josh Hader walks by and I'm like oh my god Josh Hader's there you forget there's so many you don't but we do <laughs> the, the fans you can you can you can get lost in it uh, with, with all the star power that's on this team, um, who are you? Who are you excited about? Maybe that's not a superstar. Who are you? You know, feeling man, I, I love the work that this guy's putting. I know it's only been a couple of days, but just off season and, and touching all the players as much as you do. Who are you? Kind of, you know, I'm expecting big things from this guy to make a jump, maybe the next level. I mean, it's, it's that time of year, spring training. There's a lot. We could stay for probably like two hours and talk about, you know, like some of the different things. I mean, like, you know, again, like seeing like, you know, where, where, where a guy like Trent Grisham, like, you know, who's, you know, he's been right in the middle of it for us the last few years, you know, in center field, Gold Glover, and, and kind of seeing how he bounces back from uh, from the offensive year last year. I think he's very motivated to come back and, and understands, like we saw in the playoffs, he's a key piece for us. And when he gets going, you know, it feels like in 20 and 21 at different at different times when he was rolling, like yeah. the offense rolled. Um, you know, again, like in the infield, kind of seeing how everybody settles into to, to their spots, how Bob decides to utilize, you know, the different uh, the different infielders that we have. I think watching Luis Campusano the last, you know, the, really the last few years and, and seeing his progression, 
you know, he went down, played in the Dominican a little bit, came to San Diego and, you know, uh, I mean, at the ballpark seven days a week, working out really hard and it's kind of carried that into the early part of spring training. So, um, you know, I think he's somebody that when we looked at le- from last year to this year, improving behind the dish, seeing, you know, seeing, seeing Nola, you know, I think there's, he understands like, you know, the way he played it down the stretch and in the postseason, kind of con- you know, carrying that into the year. Um, you know, those are some spots from an offensive standpoint, from a position player standpoint. And I think like we mentioned, some of the some of the guys like an Adrian Morey home coming in, you know, who's a great talent and who looked like he was kind of starting to, you know, kind of like you know push the envelope there in 21 spring training. Got hurt last year, got a chance to come back to the mound and kind of seeing what his progression looks like. For honestly, we have some really super talented pitchers, and he's probably at the top of the list for us here in, in terms of this camp. Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, watching the playoffs last year and what what Nola was able to do was incredible. I mean, he went every inning of every game, took every AB, and and you did. I you know, I mean, after 162 game season and then the grueling nature of the playoffs and um, you know you run out of gas you just do and and, and I, I got to imagine for a guy like Campisano who was there and, and ready to go um, how motivate how much did that motivate him do you think to say I'm they're gonna play me next year they're gonna play me they're gonna play me in the playoffs in the biggest games yeah, I think I think uh, I think for everybody, just like being that you know being that oh, close yeah. to the World Series and, and going through those series in New York and the environments and L.A., uh, I think that was Bob's message today to the group was you know again like kind of building off of those feelings we had from last year and I think for Campy, you know again he's had two years now with AAA he's had um, you know in terms of. Uh, he played well down the stretch, catching a few of those Musgrove games down the stretch. Hit a big bomb against Zach Gallon, you know, one of the best pitchers in oh, the yeah. league to win us a game. Um, and then being on the postseason roster, um, you know, I think we're looking for the whole group to build off of that and, and, and can't be, be no exception to that. AJ, uh, the phrase four shortstop infield has been thrown out a lot. Um, I know with no shift, people are saying, oh, that, that could work well for the Padres. Do you put together the team with an eye on some of these new rules, or is there a danger of not really knowing what the impact is going to be that you don't want to make too many changes built around rule changes that you don't even know what are going to look like in a few months? Definitely aware, like the rules changes, like exactly how it's going to play out. Not not really, you know, not really sure on that front. And in terms of like putting the teams together, we we talk about it, you know, the shift. You know, especially, um, you know, some of the speed component in terms of the running game, the bases. Um, but, you know, like, again, like, I, I think, like, good players are good players. Complete teams are complete teams. It's kind of like, you know, you know, I, I mean, even, like, another when, when you try to build a team based on your ballpark sometimes or, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, whether it's park factors or weather or different fa- – you know, ultimately it's like – you know the best players kind of like they, they they are able to perform so you know sometimes hey it's you know i've been part in my prior life in texas which was you know hey you know, it's tough to pitch here in this ballpark when we got really good pitchers they pitch pretty well in that ballpark <laughs> so that's more of what we look at Weird you know? how that works. yeah exactly so I, I think and then the good players can usually adjust and adapt and i, I think you know with, with bob and the group they're gonna they're gonna adapt pretty quickly and we have some talented guys that can do it talking to aj preller on ben and woods last one for me what are your thoughts on on um, a lot of people talking about how you guys are doing business. That bo- it bothers me when people talk about how we do business. I, I got to imagine, um, I got to imagine you and Peter and, and Eric, and when you, you sit down and you're seeing kind of national headlines, you may well the way that they're doing it is wrong and it's unsustainable. How does how does that affect you personally, or does it? Uh, no, honestly, like I think it's just focused on like going out and, and you know putting our team in the best position possible to, to win games and do it in a way that's really exciting that the fans want to come to the ballpark and see. So, um, and you know ultimately it is it's it's that simple. Like if if we put a product on the field every single year where people want to come out and see it, and you know we're playing deep into October, 
um, you know, let, let other people kind of debate and talk about, hey, like, you know, which is, is, is there a right way to do this, a different way to do it? <laughs> as long as it gets done. Yeah, right? to yeah. me, it's like there, there's a lot of different ways to build teams, and there's going to be, you know, over the course, even like in the last three or four years, we've been in the playoffs a couple times, and, you know, the 20 team was, you know, different payroll than, than we have currently, different different type of roster, and, you know, hopefully we're talking about a team in three or four years that has a different type of structure. So, but the, the bottom line is as long as you're successful and you're winning and that's and that's being consistent, that, that's what we focus on more than any of the talk uh, you know that that we're seeing or, or may see in the industry about how we're how we're doing it before you go i've got a couple of questions about xander bogarts uh, we got to meet him this morning he was fantastic yep. i mean what Good what dude. a terrific personality seems like he's going to fit in well he did tell us though that yeah he, he had some ideas for bob melvin that he's already <laughs> gone to the skipper with some thoughts on the lineup and some other things has he had any ideas for you? Has, does he have a list? How does that work? Does he submit it? Uh, what, what's going yeah, on? No, with no, no list from Xander so far. Uh, maybe we'll see when we get to the trade deadline if he wants to wants to win. Some of our guys do that, uh, so we'll we'll see where it goes. But Wait, no. they come to you with a list of demands and things that they want. Yeah, guys, you want they we, should we got, go get. We got, we got some junior GMs in the in the clubhouse, so you you take in some junior, some some advice. But GMs. yeah, oh. but it's like uh, it's like anything else. Like we usually, you know, when we're when we're sitting there in the uh, you know in the room trade deadline time we get our ben and woods fix yeah we're, we're kind of like hey this is this is what this is what paul's thinking this What's is what he likes yeah. this guy yeah, yeah. We, part... we make sure we hear what ac's thinking and we do the opposite usually <laughs> and whatnot, so that's part two of the question because xander also told us that in boston the front office specifically told him and the players don't listen to sports talk <laughs> radio at all in boston have you ever told anyone not to listen to ben and woods <laughs> On your roster, just that, we have not. We've okay. done a lot of things here last year. That's not been one of them, honestly. Good. So no. All right, no. good. Good to know that we're still okay. We're in the green. Yes. With AJ Preller. AJ, good luck this season. It's great to having you stop by. Thanks for All joining right. us. Thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.